multi-dimensional human being and the 12 dimensions of being. As we, as we become aware, there is more than the physical body present here. Every human being has more to them than only the physical body, and that is their emotions, which are actually fourth dimensional and higher energies. Feelings are higher dimensional energies. Emotion means energy in motion, and everybody feels those energies emotions, and they call them emotions. Some of them are very popular emotions that everybody feels. And love is the desired emotion as well as happiness. Mind and thoughts are not physical in nature. They're energy potentials and energy streams that one can enter into the mind stream and follow a particular thought pattern through their neurological pathways as well. The neurological pathways is like a tunnel, but the energy is flowing through the brain, through the uh, neurons, and, and, and therefore the mental pathways are there and the person can follow according to their programming. But also a person can receive new thoughts that they never ever have thought before. A person can receive intuitive feelings. And those who have more open energy systems, their chakras and so forth, can sense even higher dimensional energetics. So essentially, human beings are multidimensional beings. And uh, we have a, a visible dense physical body uh, where the consciousness is projected into the consciousness and the soul is projected into the visible physical body however the physical seen body is only a tiny fraction of all that you are and for some reason, uh, people are very uh, oriented towards the tangibility and they forget that, you know, they have everything else which is not physical and that is actually even more important than the visible physical body. Because the visible physical body is, is a physical manifestation and including the feelings of happiness, joy, sorrow, and anger, and sadness, as well as the physical health or physical diseases, diseases, energetic diseases. So the physical body is extremely influenced by energetics. So now we will go through the 12 dimensions that are within that are actually present. They're not only within, they're presently here. The 12 dimensions of every human being, whether one knows it or not, but there are those 12 dimensions.
So the first dimension is called the, it, it is unconscious to the average human person, to the physical senses, because it is the part of the body which is composed of minerals, water, and genetic codes that are the foundation of the physical vehicle, physical form. So it is the connection on a molecular level. And that is the place within you, which is the place of electrons, protons, and, uh, and quantum particles. Uh, they're obviously here and the scientists have validated them. And this is the very first dimension of your being, which is present here. The second dimension is a biological connection and it is also quite unconscious to the usual average human uh, senses. However, many people who are more sensitive can already tap into this place. And this is the place of, uh, for example, autonom autonomic nervous system that regulates your life functions, the automated systems in your body, because your conscious mind is not controlling your heartbeat and uh, your nervous system functions and uh, blood circulation and, and so forth. So all these functions are happening automatically and they're self-regulating and they're intelligent as well with the self-healing uh, capabilities. So those who are more sensitive could start to uh, become aware of how this great communication grid is working, which is a neurological, which is a nervous system uh, grid, and, and uh, it also connects with the, on the cell, cell, on the level of the cells. So um, quite many people can actually sense into that who, are, who have, who have uh, practiced some energetic work. So it is also accessible and it is also present right here and that is a second dimension of your being. The third dimension is, 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 is physical, it's the matter, it's right it's tangible, it's visible, it's sensible with the five senses. So it's the domain of the five senses and it is the most obvious to everyone. And uh, it is called also materialism. If a person is too focused on the physical realm, it's called materialism. And it's, it's, of course, it's easy to prove and it's, it works in the logical ways, in objective ways, for the seen, touch, taste, and smell, and so forth. And it's easy to believe what you can sense with your five senses. But what you can sense with your five senses is only a small fraction of totality of who you are. And that is a great illusion that people believe that they're only that small fraction of their wholeness or totalness. Now, we're going to go now into the higher dimensions, we can call them, although there's nothing higher or lower in reality, they're all present here.
There's really nothing higher or lower, all present here. So um, the fourth dimension, it's an emotional plane. And that's where there are a lot of polarized emotions of the light and darkness, of the happiness and sadness, of uh, all the good things and all the bad things. And um, within each and every person, you know, there is, uh, even in the children's stories, there's a little angel and a little devil and they constantly chat in your head. And you kind of need to uh, make your own decisions and make your own choices and see your own influences. So um, the fourth plane is, is, is a mixture and it's, there are good things and there are bad things as well. And these are emotions. It is your emotional body. It is also called your astral body. And many people have... Uh, astral journeys, near-death experiences, and um, these are sensible, a bit of practice. However, everybody has variety of polarized emotions on a daily basis, and they're actually fourth-dimensional energies, which are called emotions in a common language. The fifth dimension is a lot more clean and pure and in, the, in most of religions and spiritual traditions, it's called heaven. And that's where the fear has been dissolved. The fear is no longer predominant. And it is the realm of love, functioning of love. And other higher frequency feelings. You see, there is a difference between emotion and feeling. Yes, why do we have these two words in English dictionary? Emotion usually refers to the lower range of energies. And feelings usually um, refer to happiness, love, and, and, and bliss, and so forth, peace. So people say, I feel. Uh, peacefulness, or if you love and happiness and bliss. So these are higher frequency energies. And fifth dimension is, is the first uh, range of, 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 so to speak, heaven, because it is purified, it is refined more, and uh, the lower vibrational fear-based emotions are no longer existent. So um, also on a, on a multidimensional language, it is your higher self or higher consciousness in some, in some terminology. And it is also your light body, the body of light. And uh, that's what Jesus was also speaking when he said that in heaven you will live eternally and uh, there are no... Uh, no it's a, it's a realm which has no pain, no suffering. Well, yes, because there's no physical body and there are no fear-based emotions. So there's no pain, no suffering. It's, it's a realm of light, love, and uh, functioning of the pure energetic uh, light body. 
So um, that is the fifth dimensional view, which is also present here. However, not everybody has access to it and, not, and it's not integrated for majority. Um, it is actually a small percentage of human population, just a few percent who have their activated light bodies or fifth dimensional consciousness in common terms. And the fifth dimensional consciousness usually refers to ascension, inner ascension. So when you hear these uh, buzzwords on the internet, uh, ascension, that means the activation of your fifth dimensional light body, fifth dimensional consciousness. However, your physical body will not evaporate. It's, it's gonna still be here. It is, the, it is within you that you access heaven, the doors of heaven open. And, and you, you have a, a connectivity or conscious connection with the heavenly place within you. And Jesus was also saying the kingdom of heaven is within and uh, it is so. And interestingly, he was also saying, I'm the king, but not of this earth. So he is a king of a heavenly realm. And of course, when he came here, he met all the barbarians. <laughs> it was hard to explain what he was talking about. And many of us also feel it this way, that there are so many barbarians around us. So, uh, yes, however, we are here to help and we're here to educate and we're here to heal others and help them to awaken. And intrinsically, many souls are ready to awaken. Many, many souls are ready to awaken. Some souls are not ready to awaken. They're called the baby souls. They're here for purely physical experience. Maybe it's the very first time they got the physical body. You know, probably most of you are sick and tired of the physicality, but baby souls are happy to have a physical body. It's the first experience and it's amazing for them. And they like to be, you know, materialistic, they, they want to believe in all the stuff that the media tells them and they will you know, fight for it and, and stand up for it and vote for it <laughs> and uh, argue about it endlessly because they like it. So these are called the baby souls. Uh, however, more advanced souls realize there is so much more and, and many souls are dormant and waiting for awakening. They need, we can say, an activation. They need uh, some uh, inspiration. They need a trigger for awakening. And uh, that's what we are here for. And we are here to help them to, to wake up and to come out of, of, of the sleep, of the, of the illusion of the sleep mentality. So fifth dimensional consciousness, fifth dimensional you is also present but it needs to be awakened, opened, and connected and integrated. And there is a whole process of purification and integration of your fifth dimensional light body. Now let's go further into the sixth one. And the sixth dimension is also something that we use, everyone, 
And that's called language, symbols, concepts, ideas. Yes, we use that. And that's where it comes from, from the sixth dimension. And we use it on a regular basis. It's mental. Yes, and this is where the universe itself has archetypal molds, archetypal structures. And they're encoded into symbols and then they're decoded into languages. And the language of light is, is the highest frequency language and the human language is, is invented language. It's they're not really real in the universe. They're human invented and they are, you know, for the sake of convenience and understanding of each other. But eventually in, in the in few hundred years humanity will move to telepathic communication. Because making sounds with your mouth is slow, it's 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 inaccurate. Uh, especially when you want to explain your feelings. That's the major source of miscommunications, especially between males and females. So um, we can see a lot of problems of human invented language and, and, and communication with your mouth, making some sounds and trying to understand uh, what another person is feeling. So there are obvious limitations to that. However, as I said, in a few hundred years, humanity will be moving towards telepathy. And uh, we are already um, giving a telepathy course. Uh, we have a first group of people whom we are giving the telepathy course. And later on, we will make it public so that everyone can, can learn how to uh, utilize your, um, your brain uh, um, glands and that uh, that are already present and dormant however uh, you simply need to learn and utilize the telepathic ability because every human being has uh, pineal and pituitary glands which are the receiver and sender of 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 uh, higher 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 information which is encoded as uh, as, as, as a message, as words, as sounds, as pictures, as feelings, and, and we call it the mental television. And it's, it's, it's much more awesome than YouTube actually, because on YouTube there are no emotions. There are, there are sounds and, and voices and, and videos, but no emotions and no feelings. But with the mental television, telepathic communication, you can send emotion and feeling as well. And, uh, and that will be the future of communication once humanity grows up a bit and then learns how to utilize that. So sixth dimension is, is, is the place of symbols, language, archetypes, ideas, concepts, and so forth, uh, which is quite mental, we may say mental, mental reality. Seven dimension within you is, is um, it's actually even more refined. It's, it's, it's all about geometries because these archetypes have been formed by geometries and these are called sacred geometries. And you know the, the symbol of flower of life, 
the Sri Yantra, the Om sign, um, and so forth. These are all the symbols of sacred geometries, and they're everywhere. Uh, Fibonacci sequence, golden ratios, and so forth. This is the whole reality is formed from the geometries, which are then uh, clustered into the archetypes, structures, and then they take on denser forms. And thus, here you are, hello, you see this physical body right here. And that's how it happens. And science is catching up to that. And uh, even there is cymatics, which is the audio ge geometry. And they have some amazing videos on YouTube. If you type in cymatics with the C. Uh, so you can see how different sounds create different geometrical patterns. Uh, vortexes and so forth. All of that is seven dimensional um, structures. Coming to the eighth dimension, it is even more refined, even deeper. And that's where uh, the collectivity is. It's called the group soul. And um, and that's a collective functioning. So to give a little example is that what you call your body, it's actually a synchronous existence of 50 trillion cells which are combined into physical organs and various systems functioning harmoniously together. What an amazing feast you are. What an amazing harmony you are. And on your average day, when your friend asks you, how are you? You say, I'm good, I'm fine. Actually, you are quite well because you're alive, you're harmonious, and you don't even understand that because only when something is wrong in your physicality, in your energetics, then you say, oh, I'm feeling terrible and bad. And then of course, when some part of you goes out of order, um, then you recognize that your synchronous harmony is out of balance and then you say something is wrong. So, um, yeah, so that is a little example, but actually, the eighth dimension is a group souls. And uh, for example, group souls can, can decide to project themselves and become even the whole, for example, rainforest. Yeah, and the whole rainforest, so the, you know, the Amazon rainforest would be a particular soul group who decided to experience themselves in this way and project themselves in this way. And can be all kinds of even uh, into minerals and uh, animals and insects and uh, even the whole human collective. It's actually a group, a soul group who have decided to experience being human, called human collective. So we are united as souls in the eighth dimension as a group because we all decided to project. Uh, here into these physical vehicles 
And that was a group decision. You never come alone. You never come alone. Ninth dimension is where the creation of forms and hierarchies start to take shape. And yes, the universe is hierarchical. It is structured extremely intelligently, extremely complex and extremely harmoniously. And yes, it is hierarchical, it is structural, the whole universe is structural. Just today I read uh, again an article of scientists uh, comparing human brain to the structure of the whole universe. According to many different variations, it is identical. So um, the ninth dimension is where consciousness arranges itself into planetary, stellar, galactic, universal, dimensional consciousness, energetics. Yes, yeah, so, the, so the, the, the source energy pouring into the ninth dimension creates forms and hierarchies, and then it creates soul groups, and then it goes into various kinds of uh, you know, geometries and and so forth and into the physical, very down to the physical matter. So it's, it's transition from formlessness to the form. And uh, there is a dependency, of course, because, for example, humanity is dependent on Earth, but the Earth is not dependent on humanity. You understand? Because the earth has been here long before humanity was here. The earth is totally fine. Whether humanity is on it or not, actually the earth would be happier if we were not on it. So uh, that's the sad truth. We're not so harmonious with the earth where we are living as a civilization. The same way the earth is dependent on the sun, but the sun is not dependent on the earth. Because the earth uh, needs the sun to have, uh, you know, the, the heat and, and, and the, all kinds of energies from the sun so that the plant life can live, so that the oceans can be at the right temperatures, the weather can be as it is right now, the earth needs the solar energy. Otherwise, it's going to be a frozen rock. There will be no life, you know, as we see it right now, if there's no sun. The earth will live, but not like this. So it is dependent on the sun, but the sun doesn't really care about the earth because it is self-sustaining by itself. So um, there is a dependency and it is evident everywhere. And every one of you is totally, absolutely dependent on this earth. For example, oxygen. No oxygen, that's it. Uh, no sunlight, you won't be as happy anymore. No, no water, well, it's gonna be tough. No food, you're gonna die. So everyone of you, is, of you is absolutely dependent on this earth. And of course, this is what humans are striving, you know, to go into the space, to colonize Mars, to become independent. But then they will realize as they go out into space that they're not feeling so great because 
there are healthy electromagnetic frequencies of the Earth. And this is what the astronauts have discovered as they went into space, that gravity you know, keeps your bones and tissues together, that the Earth electromagnetic field protects you from radiation, and there is still a great dependency. So it's, it's still, uh, you know, as, as people will go into space and start living there, will realize that uh, there's a lot to do to feel good and, and healthy uh, in space and on other planets. And other planets will have different gravity variations, atmospheres, sun reach, and, and so forth. So it's, it's, it's probably not as happy on Mars or on Moon, even if you get there. I wouldn't want to go to Mars and Moon. I'm telling you right now, I don't want to go there. It's, it's much better here, actually. But there are other planets, you know, a few light years away that might be also quite nice as the Earth. And uh, of course, someone needs to go there, check them out, see how you feel, see how you can live there. And then, you know, we can make decisions if we want to go there or not. So don't rush in onto Mars and Moon because they're not so life compatible as you may think. So, um, yes, the 10th dimension, yes, going to the 10th dimension, it is the, we may say the universe itself. And you are part of the universe. You're part of the source energy, which is projected into this universe, which took a, a certain soul and this soul has projected to all dimensions and here you are thinking you're an average human person. So, um, however, if you go a bit deeper into yourself, you will discover that you are part of the universal consciousness and it is here right now. It's not up there, out there, it's here right now. It's very subtle and deep and you can connect to that part of you which is here and now. And, uh, and that's where the, the Holy Trinity comes in, in the Christianity, because the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit in, in Christian tradition. Um, in uh, Hindu, they're called uh, the... Brahma, Vishnu, and Shiva, also Trinity. And in uh, esoteric teachings called light, love, truth. Um, so in the, to explain the Christian tradition, um, so God, the Father, is the great young. It's the masculine element. The Christ uh, said that the Father and I are one, and um, yes, it is the individualized consciousness. It is the Son, which is the individualized soul, individualized form consciousness. So there is the great young, which is the Father, then there is individualization, which are all the souls. 
and uh, and the holy spirit is the great yin which is the mother we can say and that's the unified field of consciousness yeah the unified field so that's how the trinity the christian trinity can be translated in hindu the the brahman is great creation creator the vishnu is sustainer and shiva is the destroyer or the, the truth the finishing cycles the completion and light is creating love is sustaining and truth is dissolving uh, returning ending the cycles finishing destroying or finishing or destroying is a bit sounds a bit dangerous but everything has beginning and end just like your breath has in breath you breathe in, you sustain your breath, you assimilate the breath, and then you breathe out. Yes, even your breath has three um, elements to it, three key components. So all beings, all souls are points of consciousness in the 10th dimension. That's where your conscious, where your soul is born in the 10D as a point of consciousness, as a point of light. And that's your soul, a spark in 10D. That's where your soul resides. Now, going to 11 dimension is where it is already beyond this particular universe and it's called it's even beyond the great void which is basically the shell of the universe and that's the 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 we may say godfather and godmother but that's where the creation happens itself of the universe and everything in the universe has masculine and feminine and uh, it is the union the divine love union which creates the seed of the universe and then it grows just the same way you know father mother make love and make a baby so father mother god make love and they make a universe same way and um, that correlates to the level of consciousness 850 the divine love union and it is the unification of your male female aspect at the highest 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 level which is actually even beyond the universe beyond the void made out of pure love pure 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 love And the 12th dimension, it is the source itself, the pure consciousness itself. Christianity calls it God. Buddha called it the great nothingness or nirvana. And uh, Hindus call it the God, also consciousness. Or, well, they call it many names as well, Shiva consciousness and this and that. But essentially they refer to the great one, the pure consciousness, the self. 
So that is the 12th dimension, which is the source itself beyond this universe. And there are many other universes in different forms and shapes and maturity and structures and soul groups and so forth. And the 12th dimensional aspect of you is the God within you and it is present right here. So now we, we have recapped all 12 dimensions of you, which are present here and uh, with consciousness work and spiritual work and energetic work, uh, you can access and open up to sense with your extrasensory perceptions, perceive, experience, feel, and realize that all that I have spoken now are here already. Are here already. And you need to go beyond your five senses to experience that. And you need, of course, to work on that. It's, 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 it's a lot of, um, there are many ways of opening, but of course, there's a lot of practice as well. It also depends on what you want to do or what's natural to you, unique to you. And it's, I really want to emphasize, it's all here. Not out there, not somewhere in the future, not one day. It's here. And it is your ability to open up and sense, feel, experience, realize that which already exists. It's not an idea, it's not a concept, it exists. But humanity has a long, long way to go until it will become common. It is called common or normal. So currently the most of the human experience is in a very tiny fraction, narrow bandwidth experience of the totality available here and now. And uh, science is going in the right direction. Religions are expiring and the true inquiry into the nature of existence and a true scientific inquiry with open-mindedness and especially quantum physics is the way forward. So that is the way forward for humanity to reconnect with that which is here. So that is an overview of your 12-dimensional being of magnificence of who you are and you simply need to work on that and to have intention and to have a bit of guidance as well and help because we are all connected and we're all one at the very deepest level and there's actually only one at the very very absolute sense there's only one self, only one God, only one consciousness, and it's undivide, undivided, unseparated. And for you to easier understand, how can you separate yourself from the universe? You can only think you're, that you're separate, 
from the universe, but you're absolutely not separate from the universe. That's not the case. And, and the science will confirm that, that you're totally not separate from the universe. It's just a thought. It's just an idea. And it's actually false. And somehow people believe that, are conditioned in that. But you are magnificent. You are amazing. You're great. You're all-powerful, just with a little amnesia, forgetfulness, and apparent experiential um, disconnectedness. And therefore, the reconnection needs to be established, remembrance needs to happen, reintegration needs to happen, so that you can experience your greatness, magnificence, beauty, and total love that you truly are.